The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. All right, everybody, welcome to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. But we don't have Zach in today. We've got our, as he called you, your official Fill in. Fill in Phil. Uh, I'm Zach Hayes here with my brother, Phil Hayes, who you guys actually heard earlier on in the season. He filled in for Zach before, and he's back again to wrap up the end of the regular season play for uh, Michigan high school football. Yeah. And and what a season it was. I mean, this was ups and downs, highs and lows, um, but now we can really start putting things together as we gear up for Selection Sunday here, which is just at this point... Uh, only about 48 hours away. It's coming up really yeah. quick here. And I do feel bad for Zach because he's missed two big shows. <laughs> yeah. The, the Eisenhower upset, yeah. which we figured out wasn't an upset. And now, all. The, uh, now the end of the season here, the regular season, which has some very big implications here for a couple of our Mac Red teams. But uh, let, let's just go through. Let's break down the scores here. Uh, Dakota over LCN big. Lance Cruz North, 49 to 6. Huge win. Ike rolled over Ford 42 to 20. Stevenson, a nail biter against Warren Mott. Pulled it off. Field goal at the end, 23 to 20. So both teams needing a win got that win. Romeo beat Gross Point South 38 to 20. And then Chippewa over Utica 35-20. And Anchor Bay putting up some points. Putting up that dub last game of the season. <laughs> Look at that. Over Gross Point North 49 to 7. Uh so some impressive wins there for Anchor Bay, Dakota, and Ike. And, you know, I was I was glad to see Anchor Bay get some offense moving. I know. That was exciting. It was good to see them put some points on the board. Yeah. Last game of the season. It, it was great. Yeah. So that those are that was a good way for the Tars to end their season there. But, uh, you know, some surprises there. Um, but, you know, let's just start out with one of our two Art and Jake's games of the week this week. We actually had two. I don't know if you heard, Phil. But, no, I uh, did. We were deadlocked. We couldn't decide. And uh, this one here, uh, let's start with the uh, the Mott and Stevenson game. Zach and I actually had both picked Warren Mott over Stevenson, but Stevenson was not going to let that happen. No, they knew they were in a fight for the playoffs and they delivered. It, it was a huge game, and I'm glad to see them moving on. They were fighting for their lives, and I mean, this is one of those things where it's still up in the air. Nobody knows what's going to happen yet because there's still a lot of unknowns, but we'll get into that right. a little bit later in the show. Um, but yeah, it, it came down to the wire for Stevenson. Um, uh, in their defense, they were playing a much more solid football team than Warren Mott than some of the other uh, competitors that we saw going against our red teams this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably had the toughest matchup out of anybody. I would say so. And in a big game like that, that's that's going to put the pressure on you just that much more. A, a lot of back and forth in this game. You know, we were, you know, we were getting some good uh, um, Twitter responses from our followers, letting us know what was Notice going on. That, and it yeah. was coming down to the wire and it was like, what's going to go on? What's going to go on? It was exciting. Mott's for sure. wa- Mott is marching down the field and then they couldn't score. And then 
Stevenson gets it back and they actually ended up winning with a field goal at the end of the game. Um, yeah. and, and it was, it, it was, it was right down the middle from what I could tell from the video. Yeah. That's what it looked like. But uh, that's, they needed that. And I mean, to have that come down to the wire like that, talk about being on the edge of your seat if you're a uh, Stevenson fan. Yeah, and talk about pressure. I mean, your True. season's Good on point. the line. Yeah. 38-yard field goal. That's not a, that's not no, a, that's not an easy that's one. That's not a bunch. Especially no. not in uh, high school sports. I mean, oh, definitely you not. See, you don't see kickers who can go deep like that. But he nailed it right down the middle. And there we go. Win so, for Stevenson. So Stevenson uh, at least keeps playoff Hopes alive, hopes alive at this yeah. point. Nothing is solidified, like we said, but uh, there's there's a lot to discuss when we start getting into um, who's in and who's out. The playoff picture is nuts right now. Yeah, it's not it's not quite done yet. <laughs> no, even though it's at the end of the season. Somebody's going right. to be in. Somebody's going to be out. But I don't think both of these teams get in when we're talking Dakota and Stevenson. But let's just jump into that second game. Yeah. Our, our our other Art and Jake's game of the week. Um, that was the Dakota Lance Cruz North game. Now, Dakota had a little bit of an easier opponent in Lance Cruz North. I Definitely. Think, you know, their, their record wasn't quite as solid as what Warren Mott was. I think Warren Mott actually was picked in a lot of games to win that one against Stevenson. Mm-hmm. But, um, gosh, Dakota, just a blowout from the get-go. They scored 42 points in the first half. 42 points I'm, in the first half. I'm not kidding. I, when I saw that, I really didn't think it was true. I figured this must be a typo. typo. This must be a mistake. No, it was 42 to six at the end of the half. So, and, and you know, that was, that was one where I think when you're up 42 to six at the end of the first, you half, let it go a little you bit, kind of let it go. Yeah. You can coast a little bit. And I think that's what happened because if you look at yeah. the final score, uh, 49 to six, they took their foot off the gas. A they little took bit. their foot off the gas. Maybe they rested a few players. Uh, this is a team that doesn't know whether or not they're in playoffs, um, destiny was in their hand and they came out swinging from the get go. And this yeah. is, this is the Dakota team that we talk about. This is that, that high scoring offense. The last time you and I sat down, um, that's when they had their backup quarterback in and they uh-huh. just had a fantastic game and, yeah. and they were blowing teams out. And this is what we thought we would see. I know we've talked to a lot of the Dakota fans and the the parents and they are they are very shocked that they are in this situation right now yeah they thought they were going to be in the playoffs for sure i mean from the start of the season and with a high scoring offense like that i think i think you get that feeling a lot of times and that's what they came out in that first half ready to roll yeah this is a team that was eight and three last year they were you know they were the second uh they were second place in the mac red uh just behind chippewa valley uh there were definitely some questions going into the beginning of the season but uh you know you heard the confidence in coach bauer and the team early on in the season and things just didn't shake up the way they wanted to. So now they're in a situation, even getting that last win of the season where they still don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Dakota's five and four, uh, same with Stevenson and they're fighting it out with a lot of other five and four teams. Right. who think they deserve to be in as well. Now, do you think that's a successful season? If you, and if they end up making the playoffs and they make a little playoff run, that that obviously that regular season record doesn't mean much. No, it, well, no, you're right. At the end of the day, if you get into playoffs, it, the, you're right. The regular season doesn't matter. The season that is much. resetting over in the but playoffs. They they don't know if they're going to be in or not. So right now, I can't they're answer hanging. that question until it's a cliffhanger tomorrow at yeah. seven o'clock when you know, which should be exciting Fox to see. Sports uh, yeah. plays the Selection Sunday show because I really don't. I think Stevenson needed to lose in order for Dakota to I get agree. in. Um, 
because I think points wise, for some reason, even though the head to head is, uh, it favors Dakota Stevenson still has the, the edge just point wise, strength of schedule wise there, they, they might have it over them because right now, if Dakota does make the playoffs, our yeah. friends, it's news to you. They've, they've got, you know, Dakota in that rematch against Romeo first round. Um, so they, they'd still have to get past potentially two more red teams that they lost to earlier in the season in Eisenhower just to get a chance to get out of their district. So they have a tough road ahead of them, no matter Absolutely, what. Absolutely. But at, at, if I'm, if I'm Dakota and I get in, you're right. Everything You're resets. Yeah. Well, everything resets at that point. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. We were supposed to win these games early on. We were supposed to beat Eisenhower. We were supposed to beat Romeo. They had us ranked super high in some of these top uh, um, rankings yeah. preseason. So now's my chance to totally redeem myself. I can go out yeah. there. If I beat those two teams, all of a sudden, wow, everybody was Dakota's sleeping on the Dakota. team again. And right. now Stevenson's like, wait, not so fast. Yeah, because I we might they, get in. I think they might have a better chance, in my opinion, at least. I think they have a better chance of getting into the playoffs. So you think, you know, based on what we were talking about, that head-to-head does not mean anything. I don't. It doesn't. I don't think so. I think, especially too, with this last game, I think that kind of, in my mind, at least, that solidifies them as being the playoff team. Now, I even could though be they, wrong. Even though they only won by a field goal. Yeah, even because, though it was at the very end. Yes, just because Warren, Mott's Warren a good team. Mott is a good team. They showed that they, and see, I, I know it's so hard for me in those situations because that blowout 49 to six, it makes me think, okay, maybe their opponent wasn't so tough, but you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, this isn't the first time Lance Cruz North has matched up with a red team, um, right. but, but it's this situation where, you know, either way at the end of the day, both of these teams are not getting in, right? You're not going to have a playoff that has Dakota and Stevenson um, in there, which would put five red teams in there, which would just be insane. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen though. You know, we even look at, you know, some of the other shakeups that they've got here and I'm, we're getting a little, we're previewing what's going to happen on Sunday guys. Right. There's a lot to talk about. Um, Utica Eisenhower they're they're looking at the top of their district. See, they've got snooze you based on their predictions for week nine actually has Rochester Hills, Stony Creek getting in, but they ended up losing they to, lost Adams. to Adams. Yeah. Uh, they were actually predicting that Stony Creek would get a win, but right. that didn't happen. So this leaves the number four spot in district one for region four wide open right now. Yeah. So is that Stevenson? I honestly, I, I don't know. And that's why I'm so excited to watch tomorrow on Fox sports Detroit. And it all depends. Cause we don't, you know, we can't follow all of these games because it's going to matter what some of these other teams did on their last, that their last night. I think Lance Cruz actually ended up getting their sixth win of the season to qualify for playoffs. And right. that was against Frazier. And, um, so that's, that's one of those things where Stevenson and Dakota's destiny kind of depended on what teams ended up getting those sixth win in the last, in the last game of the the season. And there were a lot of teams sitting at five wins who needed that last one to get in. So this is going to be crazy guys. You're going to have some, and if neither one get in, all then right, we got then, something to talk about. And we got something to really talk about because now you got two sets of uh, upset yeah. programs. And the bottom line at this playoff time, some good teams are going to be disappointed to not be in the playoffs. But it's and, inevitable. Well, and that's the thing. And, and that's why it's all going to shake up next year when that sixth win and in means nothing anymore. Right. And it's all based on strength of schedule because, you know, 
Dakota and Stevenson are going to say, yeah, but we had to go, we lost to, we lost three games, but they were these the powerhouse best, teams to, these, to the best three teams in our division. And these, right. these guys are potentially, you're, you're looking at the state champions, you right? Know? You're exactly. looking at potential state championship caliber teams and they've definitely got an argument there. So I think that's why there are so many changes that are happening and it's going to make yeah. playoffs very interesting in 2020. And that is exactly why every single game in this macro division is so important. Oh yeah. If you, if you come out, like we went through this last week with uh, uh, Zach and I did, and you're looking at these losses and you're like, well, okay. It just kind of, it falls in line. Everybody who is supposed to lose to their opponent lost. I mean, you, of course, of course, Chip's going to beat Ike and of course Ike's going to lose to Chip. You know what I mean? So that's their one loss, you know what I mean? In the division. So it all shakes up that way. Um, and it fell right in line. So there's not a lot of unpredictables, but at the same time, I'm sitting back wondering, you know, are playoffs a little less exciting because you don't get the best of the best? I would say yes. In my opinion, it is. You want you want to have the best teams out there. You don't want blowouts in the playoffs. It's it's not fun to watch. So, you know, we those were the two teams that were really on our radar this week because they had the most to lose. And both of those teams, Stevenson and Dakota, they came out and they did what they had to do. They got those wins. Got the and job now done. That's all they had to because if you lost, you were out at that point. It right. was all over. So they're gonna be sitting on the edge of their their seats yeah. for selection Sunday. And they're just going to be uh, you know, I can't wait to watch because there's so much tension around that because it's going to Twitter, t- the Twitter verse is going to blow up after, after yeah. the results. No I hope what. we see, we have some reaction videos on Twitter of, <laughs> of the players seeing whether they get into the playoffs or not. I would love to see that. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out for that, but, yep. uh, you know, that we'll see how many red teams end up in the, uh, in the playoffs, but moving on to a team that had no chance of the playoffs just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't in their cards. No. No wins for the season, but how about them Tars pulling hey. off their first win, going up big, putting up 49 points against this uh, defeated Gross Point North team, giving them uh, Gross Point North's ninth loss of the year. Um, yeah. Really, really, you know, Zach and I had talked about this all season long. We've got a soft spot for the Anchor Bay Tars, uh, just such yep. a, a fun program. Coach Powell, he's he's got um, uh, great methods for these students. Um, you had the feel-good story of the year with senior Jeffrey Sesta scoring his very first high school touchdown in our Mac Red play of the year. I saw that on Twitter, too. I mean, instant goosebumps, even there just talking go. about it. it. But when you go back, listen to that interview with Coach Powell and, and listen to how important Jeffrey is to that Tars program because, you know, you could... I couldn't have, you know, you, you hear these stories all the time, but getting it directly from the coach. I mean, that just changes the perspective on everything. So good for them. They deserve that win. Um, it doesn't mean much. I mean, but this is, this is a program, you know, it, it, I don't want to call it, it was the battle of the bottoms, but I mean, somebody had to walk away with their only win of the season. And I'm just glad it was anchor Bay. So am I, it's nice to see them grab a win right at the end of the season. Does that, is that like momentum going into next year? Because this is a team that right now, you know, this is, this was their second year in the Mac, yeah. in the Mac red. Um, obviously they weren't very competitive. They didn't win right. any division games. Um, you know, I think only, let's see, they had, they had four wins, I believe between the two seasons. So yeah. you're not looking at a strong program, uh, competitively, but you know, that's not all that matters. You know what I mean? There, right. There's these things where you've got, 
You've got the feel-good stories. You've got a, a solid coach and Coach Powell. You've got a younger program that we talked about before that's kind of performing well. Um, so depending on where they shake up, I mean, good things to come for this Anchor yeah. Bay team, I think. I mean, this is, you know, are they going to be a, a playoff competitor? Maybe not, but I think you're, you're building a solid program, and I like this momentum it's one game, so I don't know right. how much momentum you have, but I, I feel good for them that they didn't get the goose egg on the season. Well, and let's put it this way. A win at the end of the season isn't momentum going into the next season. Maybe not, but it's better than a loss at the end of the season. Yeah, you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to be sitting in Gross Point North's no. uh, position where you didn't ink out a win, but you know, I... I, I, I'm wondering, where was this offense before? Is Gross Point North's defense that bad that they just let Anchor Bay run it up? Or at that point, did they just not care? Did Gross Point North just not care? I, I don't know. I don't think it's that they didn't care. But I think when maybe when you get against a team that you feel is on like a little more on your level as far as the playing field goes, I think that's something where you might get a little taste of it. You start completing a couple passes. You get a nice run here and there, and the points just start coming, and they don't stop. And that was the case for Anchor Bay in this game. And and Gross Point North. I mean, I back in our day. I mean, Gross Point North was a very solid program. Yeah, they and, were. And it's just it's it's interesting to see these ebbs and flows with some of the teams. I mean, it's pretty consistent in our area as far as the MAC Red goes. You've seen. Uh, you know, Chippewa Valley, Romeo, Dakota, Eisenhower, even Stevenson being powerhouses football wise yeah. for, for years. And that's, that's even some of the Romeo teams. Romeo's got such a small enrollment, but and such good teams, such good teams. And, and we've just got good football coming out of this area. Um, something but in I, the water, I guess. Well, I'm looking for who's, who, you know, who can get to be that, that, but they'll probably end up expanding the the divisions. But I'm wondering right. who can be those other teams that can play with the Mac Red week in, week out, so you don't get the anchor bays that are just looking for these, you know, these these uh, um, these irrelevant wins at the end of the season. You know what right. I mean? Let's 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 make this come down to the wire with all of your teams. You know, let's make it a competitive game week in and week out. Even some of the crossovers, like it shouldn't, it shouldn't, the the situation for Dakota and Stevenson shouldn't be, well, Dakota's got an easier way to get into the playoffs because they matched up with a lesser opponent in the final game. Of the yeah. Season. That because that's not their, of their doing, you know? Sure. Yeah. So these are all, these are all things that, you know, they are looking to fix things down, to think about down the road. Right. Um, but now, you know, going into it, you, you got the uh, the defending state championships looking for their second undefeated season in a row. They got it. They did it. They got it yeah. over Utica 35 to 20. Um, this game was closer than the score actually told. Um, but what else can you say about this football team? Two undefeated seasons in a row. That does not happen in high school football, especially in a competitive league like the Mac Red. Yeah, there's nothing negative that can be said about this Chippewa Valley football team. The only thing that might be a little negative is everybody is out to get them now in the playoffs. Sure, the tar- I mean, the target's been on their back since day one, though. And that and hasn't that affected them at all. And you listen to uh, Zach and I speak with uh, Miles and Myron uh, earlier this week in that mm-hmm. interview. And, you know, these guys are beyond focused. I mean, they know what their goal is. They, they, they have this, uh, they have this love for this team that they're, they're, they're playing with week in and week out. And yeah, these kids, they won that state championship, but they won it for, they won it with last year's team. 
this now is, they want to win again. That the Harris brothers and and Josh Kalka, these guys, this is their team, and they are determined to put their own stamp on this time as seniors for Chippewa Valley, and they they want to come out with that that. The, they're not going to. They're not going to stop. Let's just put it this right. way. So I look at a very determined and hungry. Excuse me, a determined and hungry football team that is uh, just forging their own path. And gosh, if they could back to back with undefeated seasons, I, I hate it's to speculate amazing. this early on before playoffs even start. But I mean, they're hats strong off to them. Yeah, and I mean that that in itself, like we said, they have the target on their back all season, and then to just roll through the season like they have. I mean, I think that shows the integrity of this team, and I I could see another state championship. Yeah, it, it's not definitely not out of the question, but there's definitely some uh, long road though. Long road ahead, yep. and there are some uh, some fierce competitors uh, just waiting to get their shot at Chippewa Valley again, no doubt. And I'm talking about some of your red competitors, right? Um, even this, the Utica game. I was surprised how close this was. Um, yeah. It, Chip wasn't firing on all cylinders. It sounds like there uh, there could have been some some rest for some of the players for Chippewa Valley or some injuries that needed to be nursed, and they weren't going to go full swing because it was, you know, Utica is not a great football team, but um, we've seen we've seen the last few games with Chippewa Valley really. Um, really be close. You know, they're not winning these things outright They're They barely scraped by with Romeo. They barely scraped by with Dakota. And now they kept it close with a team like Utica. So I, not to say that it's they're they're losing steam, but I think that they, uh, you know, you get tired towards the end of the season. These are long yeah. seasons for these kids. Um, the training starts early. The, the preseason starts early and, you know, there's going to be some wear and tear and that's bound to Definitely. happen. But I think that you're, you're, they, they've, they got that last one of the season. They're sitting pretty for playoffs. We know they're going to be number one in whatever, um, region they end up in whatever, uh, 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 however that breaks down and, but they're going to have, they're going to see some tough competition. So they better rest up and be prepared for yeah. what's to come. And I think that's the main thing. They have to stay prepared and stay focused. And from the interview, um, it sounds like they're going to, I, I don't I think no they're going to fall. No, I don't. I, but, but <clears throat> there's definitely some teams that are gunning for them right now. Yeah. One of those teams being Romeo. I know they, they would could take them out. I know they would love to have that, um, that rematch against this team, maybe yeah. get them, maybe get them away from their, uh, their home field advantage and, uh, you know, get another shot at them somewhere else. But Let's talk about Romeo. Yeah. Last, Let's go there. Last, last game of the season. Um, a good team in Gross Point South. Now, Gross Point South only had, I think, one loss prior yeah, to this. they're a strong playoff team. And snooze to you, had Gross Point South actually winning that game uh, to solidify their spot in... Um, in district two, giving them the number two seed, but Romeo said, not so fast guys, nope, not today. This is Mac red football. Yeah. You forget we play. Yeah. We've got two losses, but those are against two really good teams. Very good teams. You're talking yeah. about Chippewa Valley and Eisenhower. They don't count us out yet. You know, no. the records don't necessarily speak for themselves. And, um, it wasn't a, it's not like it was a, a blowout. Uh, but, but, 
this Bulldog team is ready for playoffs. Yeah, they're definitely ready for playoffs. And as you said, I think Chippewa Valley, that would be, I would love to see that matchup. Romeo versus, another Romeo versus Chippewa Valley matchup in the playoffs. Well, it's, it, it, it could happen, but Romeo would still have to get past They'd have to Eisenhower go through, first yeah. um, <clears throat> before they could even take a shot at Chip. Uh, so we'll see how that shakes up. But for Romeo, I, I mean, one word that comes to mind when I, I think Romeo football, and it's just solid. These yeah. kids are playing solid offense. These kids are playing solid defense. They play on both ends of the field. And I, I, I think, you know, that's why you get up against these teams like Gross Point South or even when they were playing, um, uh, I think it was Port Huron Northern early mm-hmm. in the season where some of these, uh, uh, before the season starts, they're, they're saying, okay, this is going to be the best matchup of the year. Uh, you know, Gross Point North, or I'm sorry, uh, um, Port Huron Northern and Romeo, right. and Romeo blew them out. I mean, it wasn't yeah. they, they had one good D one recruit who was on there, uh, a Michigan commit, and everybody was a little worried. But that passed very quickly. So now you get them up against this other team like South, and people are saying, okay, another good matchup. But yeah. no, the only teams that are matching up closely with uh, Romeo, it's these are, red teams, are the red teams. It's right. it's Eisenhower, it's Chippewa Valley. These are the only teams that are giving them a run for their money. And guess what? you better be thinking redemption if you're Romeo right now, because you're looking yeah. at your playoff pitcher, you know, you will see at some point Utica and, uh, Chippewa Valley. If you want to get out of your, uh, region there, For you, sure. will see, you will see that no matter what it's going to happen, guys. That's how it's going to shake up. And, I, that's what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm thinking bounce back redemption. This is my chance to beat Eisenhower, to beat Chippewa Valley. Do we have a shot at it? Get ready mentally because that's what you have prepared for you here. Yeah, and this Romeo team has been very scrappy all season. And I, I do think they're scrappy gonna, all ever since, uh, you know, ever since, you know, Rhinus and Couch had that program. It's right. always been that. It, it's been a scrappy team and they, they've, they've, uh, their, their record speaks for itself and their performance over the last, 15 years speaks for itself. Yeah. And I think they can scrap their way through the playoffs. I mean, this, this is going to be a tough matchup for any team that meets Romeo in the playoffs. Well, let's talk about another good playoff bound team. Mm -hmm. Uh, the second best team in the Mac red Eisenhower. Now Eisenhower, very similar to Romeo Eisenhower is, is that team that just doesn't lay down. They won 42 to 20 over Ford. They didn't need the win, no. but these guys are thinking momentum. How do I build into the playoffs? Because right now, snooze to you has Eisenhower sitting pretty in uh, uh, the number one spot in District One. So they're going to have some home field advantage. They're looking at a, a a team like possibly Stony Creek, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think so either. Uh, week nine prediction or the week nine results aren't out yet, so we won't really know how that shakes up. But this is another team that's ready for playoffs. I mean, when I when I think Romeo, I I I kind of, you know, I group Eisenhower into a very similar mold. You know what yeah, I mean? It's very agreed. you know defensive heavy, um, a scrappy team. They go out there and they win. Um, but this is a team that just like Romeo, they're looking for their next shot at Chippewa Valley. Yeah, they're going to be chasing that, and I think the home field advantage that's going to really help them out in going into the playoffs. Just the vibe of that those playoff games with the lights on you and all the, uh, all the student section going crazy. I mean, it's, it really is going to play into their advantage. 
Yeah, and this is a team that that ended up seven two on the se- seven and two on the season. That, Solid that first loss of the year, uh, a very close. I think it was six nothing um, that yep. they lost. So they want that one back. And yeah. you know they they uh, they obviously lost to the undefeated Chippewa Valley Big Reds, which you know let's be honest, that was to be expected. Right. Um, but I mean, gosh, such a good Eisenhower team. I I'm really impressed with the way they bounce back and really. Um, I mean. L- I'll be honest, they shut us up because yeah. we had them, I think, early on in the season after that first loss, they were sitting at about the fourth seed in our in our uh, power rankings. And, you know, ever since then, we asked, where's Ike's offense? And about midway through the season, it kicked up and yeah. they haven't looked back since. So hats off to them. I, I'm really just excited about how this whole season is shaking up. And, and as we enter into playoffs, I mean the the uh you know what we have to look forward to right because guess what guys we're not done yet we will be covering the fun is just getting started the fun is just getting started we are going to be covering playoffs through the entire uh uh postseason regardless of what teams are there even if the MAC yeah. teams are out which i don't think they will be we will still bring you the the final final state champion of D1 leading up to it. We're going to be there the whole time. We're going to be following. Yeah. And I look forward to uh, listening to the upcoming podcasts and keeping up with all this. So let's just break it down how the records look for the Mac red teams uh, as the season finishes out here. We got chip sitting pretty at nine and zero on the season five and zero in their division. Ike seven and two form one in the di- division. Romeo seven and two as well. Three and two in their division. Dakota five and four, two and three in their division. Stevenson five and four as well, but only going one and four in the division. And Anchor Bay getting that one win they needed, one and eight on the season, zero oh and five in the MAC Red play. Don't forget to tune into Selection Sunday on Fox Sports Detroit this weekend at seven o'clock, or you can live stream it on FoxSports.com. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. We have uh, Fam's Printing as always. Art and Jake's, uh, there are three locations uh, surrounding the area. And we've also picked up a an additional sponsor for playoffs. I want to thank Heidebright Chevrolet and Romeo for jumping on as a sponsor with the Mac Attack podcast. Of course, Phil. Thanks Anytime. For, thanks for sitting love, in. Love being here. Primo yep. Phil. Phil and I do a different podcast, uh, yeah. the Primo podcast that you can find on primotees.com. If you're looking for more with uh, Phil and I, check talk, it out. Talk about a little bit of everything. But uh, mm-hmm. Zach will be back on Monday. We're going to do a special playoff edition. We're going to analyze. Now that once we know how it shakes up, we're really right. going to get deep into the conversation here. So we're going to bring you guys a special episode after we see how these brackets shape up. I'm Zach Hayes, signing off for the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. It's been a great season, and we're ready to bring you guys the playoffs. I hope you enjoy it. Playoffs are on the corner. Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.